0: EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hey, you, another week, another podcast. The last one of the month is the 29th of April. So let's see what's been happening in the EV industry this week. Firstly, Project Thunderball has been unveiled as the 680 HP EV Roadster from Wiseman. Now, they kept us guessing about its latest comeback sports car, but the full details are a surprise. It's quite a statement, as we knew it would be. In fact, everything about the car is potentially eye-opening First, there is a colossal output, which is delivered solely to the back wheels via twin electric rear mid-mounted motors and a limited slip diff. Wiseman says it is targeting a 0-62mph to time of 2.9 seconds, which would obviously place it among the fastest cars in the world. It's also capable of fast charging at up to 300kW, so real-world usability ought to not be a problem, or of course less of a problem. So if you've got a need for speed and you love yourself an EV, maybe the Thunderball's going to be for you. Continuing with the cool car theme, BMW's iRange is back on the road. Now of course first came the iX SUV, which they had great success with, but now we're all about the iRange. This is an EV that lifelong BMW fans can embrace apparently. It's a proper BMW. So from its production right down to the rear wheel drive format that they've kept, its uh, looks are derived from, I'd say, the four series and you can definitely see parts of that. There's also the three series that's kind of creeping in there, but, you know, why wouldn't they take inspiration from the other cars? It does seem deceptively smaller than its 4.8 metres, but it is definitely one to look out for. BMW are very proud of this one and they're spending a lot of money on campaigns to back it to try and get people in it. So if you're looking at a BMW, maybe that's the one for you. Now, according to one of the UK's leading independent specialists for car and van leasing, Select Car Leasing... More motorists are looking at joining the world of EVs and are increasingly turning to adopting battery power. The company has seen a 300% upturn in interest for EV models over the last couple of months, with the company stating that this is due to the government's 2030 carbon emission targets and, of course, the rising costs of petrol and diesel. Another factor making the EV market increasingly appealing is the inflating prices in the second-hand car market, which is causing many people to reassess their views on future models of transport. In other news this week, Pal has established a network of 10,000 EV charge points for fleets to access with centralised billing. The network includes charges from Osprey, Fastened, Ionity, Curb, Chargee and Mer. Pal provides a single interface for organisations and fleets to pay for EV charging, obtain receipts and claim VAT refunds. Niall Riddle, CEO and co-founder of Power, said we've now developed the UK's largest business network for electric vehicle charge points. The reason for our success comes down to the fact that we provide a great value add for our customers and we make EV Fleet Admin Very, very simple. A big statement this week from Ford. CEO Jim Farley said the automaker's goal is to sell more electric vehicles than industry leader Tesla. Production of Ford's electric F-150 Lightning pickup began on Tuesday in Michigan. Ford has already built around 2,000 F-150 Lightnings, not far off rival Rivian's total first-quarter EV production. But will they beat Tesla? Who knows? Watch this space. In other news this week, former founder and CEO of Chargemaster David Martel has launched a new EV charge point company, dubbed Evios. Unveiling the technology in London on Tuesday this week, Martel pointed to recent statistics from the SMMT and showed the surging demand for EVs, with more battery EVs sold in March 22 alone than the entirety of 2019. Martel said Avios has designed its charger to meet six key criteria. To be hassle-free, suitable for shared parking, to automatically link to off-peak electricity tariffs, to integrate with solar installations, to present information in understandable terms, and of course to be affordable and we wish david a lot of luck with this we love a positive story here at ev comply and business gateway has helped an electric vehicles charging station contractor to expand into new manufacturing facilities in dundee and ensured the growth of its services Tronius, based in Dundee, is Scotland's first business dedicated to providing EV charging points. They also provide support for clients to help them meet their electric vehicle energy and CO2 targets. Founders Jamie Duffy and Siiki Payne worked with Business Gateway to secure their first premises at the Michelin Scotland Innovation Park in Dundee. Now with this move, the business can now take advantage of the setup which connects industry, academia, government and of course the local community whilst also enjoying space to grow. This has allowed them to expand their offering and develop the Hireland pod, which is a shipping container that they have developed into a prototype mobile EV charging hub. We love the idea and we think everybody should watch this space. Now going from Scotland to Belfast, a startup has announced its plans to invest 20 million in 1,500 new electric vehicle charging points across Northern Ireland. Weave said it will install the public charge points in at least 350 locations by the end of 2040, including six major ultra-rapid charging hub sites capable of fully charging vehicles in under 20 minutes. The firm has been jointly set up by Thomas O'Hagan, best known for its IT and telecoms company B4B Group, and Dominic Kearns, who is the current chief executive of fibrous which is currently rolling out Storamount's £197 million project start and broadband scheme. Their company, Data Invest, also owns B4B. The startup said it will make its new charge points available in convenient and strategic locations such as car parks. Weave said it will also offer electric vehicle managed fleet solutions and leasing. Now who doesn't love a good stat? Particularly when they're going from strength to strength. Now, there has been a 15-fold increase in choice of EV model in the UK since 2011, as well as, on average, more than three times the battery range compared with a decade ago. Now, this is according to new research by the Society of Motor Manufacturers and Traders, or the SMMT, as you'll know them. Now, at the time of the launch of Britain's first mass-produced battery electric vehicle, the Nissan Leaf, in 2011, just nine plug-in car models were available available in the UK making up less than one in a thousand total registrations today there are more than 140 plug-in models available accounting for around one in five new cars sold this year with a further 50 models expected to be launched by the end of 2022. the average battery range has grown from 74 miles to almost 260 miles since 2011 so possibly that's why adoption is now increasing but either way we love to hear it speaking of of adoption, General Motors now has 140,000 reservations for its electric Chevrolet Silverado pickup, due in 2030. The Silverado EV will have at least 400 miles of range when production begins early next year and there's a lot of very excited owners who cannot wait for delivery. So whilst General Motors crack on, apparently so are Nissan. Earlier this month, Nissan announced the establishment of a prototype production facility for an all solid state battery cells with plans to establish a pilot production line as soon as 2024 in Japan and to market availability in an EV in 2028. The cells are potentially a game-changer for EVs, according to Nissan, with the potential to double energy density by weight while offering one-third the fast charge time. Now, if they pull this off, it's quite possibly going to put a Nissan ahead of the game, right? Now, we all know how brilliant EVs are, right? That's why I'm here and that's why you're listening. But we also know there are still some flaws, sadly. Now, the cost of a breakdown for an electric vehicle is 2.7 times more than that of an internal combustion engine car at the moment. This is what new research has suggested. Now, you could argue, is this because we're more geared up towards rescuing ICE cars than we are EVs, presumably in time, when infrastructure becomes a lot stronger it will go down in price now analysts of more than 2500 evs over four and a half years by total motion found that on average breakdown costs for a petrol or diesel car were about 221 pounds per incident now this is excluding any accidents Now, it's compared with 596 pound for an ev to be rescued now the number of breakdowns on average was also higher For a plug-in vehicle, 3.1 incidents for an EV versus 1.9 for an ICE vehicle. However, the research from the fleet management company shows that services, maintenance and repair costs for EVs are on average approximately 27% lower than that of a petrol or diesel car. It also says the average annual running cost for an electric vehicle is £1,264 for the year compared to £1,834 for a petrol model when adding up bills for fuel, insurance, tax, and of course maintenance. So on average, if you are driving an EV at the moment, you're saving around £600 a year compared to those ICE drivers. And yes, possibly a little more if and when, you break down but I mean is it likely fingers and toes cross not so the EV game is still going strong I'd say So that is all from me. You are now up to date with this week's EV industry news. I'll be back with you next Friday with a special guest chatting with me on the podcast. If you too would like to feature on our podcast either via interview or for us to mention your business or product, please do get in touch. Go to ev-comply.com. Just click on pods and vlogs and get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. From everybody here at EV Comply, you have a fantastic long weekend.